Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Let's worship him all over this house right now. We give you thanks and praise, Lord Jesus. Oh, you are good, Lord. You are good right now. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm excited to be in the house of God tonight. Amen. It feels good in here. And God is doing good things. Amen. And I'm ready for the good things God's about to do. Amen. If you have your Bible tonight, I would like to turn your attention to the book of Psalms. Amen. The book of Psalms. We're going to look at verse number one. Psalms chapter 27 and verse number one. And it reads, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies, and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though wars should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. And if you will turn, book of Psalms, chapter 40. in verse 1 it says I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and he heard my cry he brought me up also out of a horrible pit out of miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings he hath put a new song in my mouth even praise unto our God many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Before I forget, I forgot something. Let's turn real quick back to Psalms chapter 27. We want to look at verse 14. And it says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. All right. God bless you. You may be seated tonight. Jesus name these scriptures that we have read this evening they are powerful they are encouraging words in this Bible that God has given us sometimes the devil tries to just get us down tries to just make us just feel like there's nothing good going on in our life but I come to tell you tonight God is doing good things it does not matter what this world says. God is still the one that's controlling all things. He sees exactly where we're at tonight. And I'm thankful for the salvation and the message that God has shown us and the fact that He has set us upon a rock. Amen. The Scripture talks about when we come to the revelation of the Scripture, 
how God has shown us in His Word that we need to be born again. It shows us that we need to repent and that we need to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of all of our sins and that we need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. And the Bible shows us that by us doing this and applying this message to our heart, that it's going to make us a new creature, that God is going to call us out of darkness, that He's going to place us in His body, that He's going to set us upon a foundation that is not going to be moved, that's not going to be budged, that's not going to be shaken, that's not going to be uh, tossed around by the cares of this life, but it's going to be a rock. A rock is something that is established. It's something that's unmovable. It's something that only God can do. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not believing in some kind of message tonight that changes with the weather. I'm not believing in some kind of message that changes by somebody's opinion. If somebody doesn't like it, they change it to fit what they want. I'm changing my lifestyle to fit what this message is telling me tonight. I'm changing the things that need to be changed. I'm getting rid of the things that need to be getting rid of. Making sure that I'm lining up with this step by step by step. It says it's going to establish my goings. That means that that before you had the Holy Ghost, you didn't have a purpose in your life. You didn't have understanding of what you're doing. But God's going to give you the Holy Ghost. And with that Holy Ghost, He's going to give you an understanding of the purpose in which you're going to do. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You begin to read the Scripture. You begin to see how long God has been watching you and how many times God has provided for you. Before you had the Holy Ghost, before you repented, before you got baptized, God had His eyes upon you. He had His hand upon your life. He was guiding you and directing. He was opening doors up. He was making possibilities for you to be there and all of it to work out for you can be exactly where you're at right now tonight. I believe that in the Holy Ghost. I look back at my life and I see all the times that God has had opened doors and shut doors and made ways for me to be where I was at. And I thank Him every single day. The Scripture said He has pulled me out of a a deep pit. He's pulled me out of a horrible place. I'm thankful for where He's brought me out of. I'm thankful for where He's set me at. I'm thankful that I don't have the problems I used to have. I'm thankful that I'm not bound up by the things I used to be bound up by. There has got to be a thanksgiving in your heart. There has got to be an understanding here of what's going on in your life. We're not just getting up and going through some motions here. We are working on our eternity. We are serving the Almighty God. We are calling upon His name right now. We're offering praise up to Him. We have not just gathered together just to do something. We have a purpose in our worship tonight. I'm not just here to entertain somebody. I'm here to entertain the Almighty. I'm here to receive the blessing that I need tonight. 
And I'm not going to be satisfied with nothing less. I'm not going to be satisfied with just hearing a couple of good songs. I'm not going to be satisfied with seeing somebody else get a blessing. I need a blessing. I need a touch. I need a renewing. I need strength. I need direction. It doesn't matter how good your life is going. It doesn't matter how bad your life is going. God is still on the throne. He still is answering your prayer. He still sees your situation. Amen. There's this thing called patience. And you know, sometimes people, people's idea of patience is a little different. To a child, you tell them to wait a minute, and, and, and it's about 30 seconds goes by, and they feel like, you know, eternity is gone. And they're like, oh, Mom, Dad, you said just a minute. You're still talking. You're still doing this. You're still doing that. What's going on? And you say, have patience. Just wait a minute. You'll be okay. But when it comes to them doing something, oh, they've lost complete track of time because it's what they want to do, right? Well, when you're in your flesh and things are going your way, then, then you'll just you'll live it up and you'll take all the time you need to do whatever you're doing. But when it comes time when you're praying for something, and you're saying, God, I need a miracle. I need you to answer this. I need you to open this door. I need you to bring the answer that I need. I'm struggling here, God. I need something. And, and you have to understand the Scripture. You're going to wait patiently. And you need to understand that just because God doesn't answer the time, the same time you ask Him, that does not mean He's not listening to you. It just means He's showing you something here that you're going to appreciate the blessing that He's going to give you. And so He's going to make sure that this what you're praying about, you really mean what you're praying about here. And so you keep praying about it. Job said, he said, uh, there's a, a certain amount of days appointed to a man. And he says, I'm going to wait until my change comes. I'm going to wait. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep praising him. It doesn't matter what's happening to my body. It doesn't matter what's breaking down around me. That doesn't matter. See, see, I'm praying to the God that has created all things. I'm praying to the God that's in control of all things. He has the finances. He has the healing. He has the strength. He has the direction. And see, these are things we have to keep in our mind as we're waiting patiently upon our blessing. See, when you trust in God, that means a lot of things. When you say, I have faith, and I'm believing in Him, I'm trusting His Word, well, then you're going to see what you mean. And when you're waiting patiently, you're going to have your hands lifted up, and you're going to be giving Him praise because you know that some point in time, it's going to come to pass. You don't know when it's going to come, but you know it's going to come because His Word is true. He does not lie. And everything is going to come to pass that He has promised in His Word. As long as you've repented and you've got that Holy Ghost working in your life and you've been washed in that precious blood, things are going to go your way. It doesn't matter what the devil says. They're going your way already because you got the Holy Ghost. They're already going in the right direction. Everything else is going to come in the time frame 
in which God sees necessary. Amen. And I'm not here tonight to argue with God. I'm not here to say, God, you don't know what you're doing. And when you go and try something else, and you go try looking someplace else, and you go trying something else, guess what? You're saying, God, I'm sick of waiting on you. I, you don't know what you're doing. I'm going to go do my thing. And what happens? It fails miserably, doesn't it? It never works out. But if you just hold on and say, like Job did, hey, if this, this thing could take, what it taken 40 years in the wilderness, right? And there's still those that held on to what they were supposed to hold on to because they understood they were faithful to God and said, we can enter into the land. And so God said, I'm going to be faithful to you. I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to let you see the promise. I'm going to let you have this, which I have promised to you already. And so all you have to do now is wait patiently. All you have to do is keep praise on your lip and keep trusting in His Word and keep acknowledging the fact, God, You are the Almighty. You are the Everlasting. You are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. <laughs> Amen. You get this Holy Ghost working in your life. And it does not matter what the devil brings. Because you're going to know everything is going to be all right. And I'm not just saying that generically. I'm saying it because it's true. When you believe God with all of your heart, everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. Now, if you're not believing God with all your heart, you better watch out. If you're just saying, oh, God can take care of everything, but you don't mean it, it ain't going to take care of it. You've got to be praying for this thing. Your heart has got to be poured in to this message. What does the Scripture say? All of our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength. That means literally, Lord, I'm pouring it all out to you. I'm not holding anything for myself. I'm not keeping anything in reserve. I know if it's going to work, it's only going to work if you're doing it. Amen. Amen. God is good. He is very good. And He knows what He's doing. He knows exactly what He's doing. And I do not want Pastor Hopper to step in the way. I don't want to step in and say, God, you know what? I think this over here can need a little... You leave it alone. You leave it alone. Let me tell you something. When God calls you out and separates you, there's a reason why He does that. You leave it the way He does it. And you don't go back and pick that up. You don't go back to the vomit. You don't go back to the garbage. You leave it alone. Because God knows why He did that. There's a reason why He convicts your heart. That's not for you can just keep ignoring and keep doing what you want to do. It's to wake you up and realize if you want this thing to work, you're going to stop doing this. If you want it to be the right way, this is what you're going to do. Amen. And when your attitude is, God, it's all yours. God, I am nothing. I can do nothing without you. You're the one putting breath in my lungs. You're the one that's putting strength in my body. You're the one that's giving me a sound mind. You're the one that's making me move. You're the one that's allowing me to lift up my hands and worship to you. You're the one that's giving me a voice to speak to you. You start acknowledging the fact here, he's the one calling the shots. 
It's a blessing that he has allowed us an opportunity to be here. It's a blessing that he's allowed us a chance just to know him one more time. And when you understand this, the more you understand this, the more you're going to realize, who am I? That's what David said. When I consider the heavens, the moon, and the stars, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Who are we in comparison to all the things that God has created? But yet he sees just right where we're at. He sees our need. He sees our situation. He sees the blessing that we need in our life. And guess what? He cares about us. He loves us. He died on the cross at Calvary for us, for each and every one of us. The devil just wants you to take that as a light manner. Wants you just to take it as, oh, it's just another thing. No, 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 no. This isn't just another religion. This isn't just something that somebody's telling me. This is what the Word of God says. This is what's going to save me. This is what's going to save my family. This is what's going to keep me out of sin. This is what's going to get me into heaven. I'm paying attention tonight. My ears are open to what the Spirit's saying to the church. My heart is open to receive what this Word is telling me. I'm taking this all in. I'm saying, Lord, please feed me. Please lead me. Please guide me. Please direct me. Please help me get a hold of this message. Please burden my heart like never before. Don't let it slip out of my hands. Don't let it pass me by. I I don't want to let this thing slip away. I don't want this thing just to be another, another thing to me. This is all that I am. This is all that I want. I want God. I want His message. I want to do His will. I want to love Him with all of my heart. Because I want to make it. And you want to make it. We all want to make it to heaven. It's just a matter of us getting the understanding that we need and just simply trusting in God. No matter what. God bless you. You may be seated. We were talking on the way up here, and we uh, was telling Brother Bazer, I said, um, he was talking about faith and trust and belief and understanding and talking about how things, the flesh comes and tries to deter and tries to shake and tries to distract and I said I told him before once before and I told him again I said it's just like the disciples on the boat and all it is is just a distraction and all they had to do was just sit there and wait patiently and say God already told us what he's going to do he already promised us in his word what's going to happen and so there's no reason for me to stand up here and say oh God you've left us out here to die no 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 we're just, we're just holding on here. We're just waiting for God to do what He said He's going to do. And we're not questioning Him. We're not going to say, that's what they were doing. They're questioning the Word of God and saying, God, where are you at? We're going to die here. He said, no, where is your faith at? I promised you, and I'm going to do it. But you've just got to, you know, get yourself under control here and believe what's going on. The disciples saw Jesus do so many miracles. They saw everything that he'd done, and they still, they didn't believe. And when it came time for them to do it, they had lost their faith.
because they're so used to it being a certain way. They're so used to God doing it and so used to it happening there, and they just were riding along for the ride. And you have to understand that this, this relationship that God has given you, it's just not the leadership's responsibility. It's just not somebody else's job to call down fire from heaven and to pray and to ask. It's your job. You've got to understand you have got to pray yourself. You've got to break through. You've got to get the revelation. You've got to get the understanding. You've got to get the burden in your heart. Because if you don't get in your heart, when nobody's around, you're not going to do it. When, when nobody's around, you're going to talk differently. You're going to do different things that you know it's wrong. But when it's in your heart, it doesn't matter if you're by yourself. It doesn't matter what the devil brings. It doesn't matter what happens because you're going to know what it's going to take. And what it takes is standing upon the rock that God has called you to be on and saying, it doesn't matter, devil. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to keep doing what's right. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I'm still going to be thankful for everything God's doing. My praise is not going to change because of my, my situations in my life. My praise is not going to change because of my bank account. My praise is not going to change because of what I'm driving. It's simply going to be the same because God is still the same. And the Bible says He changes not. And God is faithful to us, right? And so why are we not faithful to Him in everything that we do? In everything. In our conversation, we're faithful. In our lifestyle, we're faithful. In our praise, we're faithful. In our giving, we're thankful. In everything, the Scripture says, give thanks. In the good times, we're going to praise Him. And there's never bad times when He got the Holy Ghost, but when things don't look good, we're still, we're going to praise Him. Because we've got the Holy Ghost. We've got the revelation of who He is. We've got His blood upon our life. <laughs> I'm not going to allow the devil to steal my joy. I'm not going to allow the devil to steal my praise. I'm not going to allow situations to get me down in the dumps. I'm simply going to praise His name. doesn't matter how good God gets, I still want more. And the more you get, and guess what? You're going to want more. And it, 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 the, that's just like the Scripture says, a well springing up. I want it to be overflowing. I, I can't get enough of the Holy Ghost. I can't get close enough to Him. The song they sang tonight, you weren't there. You weren't there when He wrapped His hands around me. You, see, when you were in one place and God has brought you to another place, when you were in sin and everything was falling apart and you didn't know where to turn, you didn't know what was going on, and you felt that hand of God pull you out, nobody can take that away from you. The devil cannot steal that experience away from you. And you need to not give it away. You need not to forget that. You don't need to forget about where God's brought you from or where He's placed you right now. But the Bazer was telling me the other day, he said, I was a bad boy. 
He said, there were things that I'm ashamed of. I said, that's all right. Now God's covered that with his blood. And you need not forget all those things. And I'm not saying remember them for you want to go do them any longer. But you need to be thankful for where God has placed you in your right mind. He has clothed you. He has set you where you need to be at. And you need to continue to thank him. I know if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I know that. And you know that. And the only way you're going to keep it is by giving God thanks. And being thankful for what He's doing. Not complaining. Not looking at the negative. Not looking at the problems. There's going to be problems. It's called flesh. It's called life. But that does not change who God is. And it does not change the way He blesses His church. He's faithful to you if you're faithful to Him. I just want to be faithful. I just want to wait patiently and I want to wait here until God brings what He has to bring in my life. Whatever it is. And when He brings it, guess what? I'm going to be thankful. And I'm going to have a Holy Ghost smile on my face and I'm going to praise Him every day that He gives me because He is good. And I'm not going to think any differently. The devil wants you to make you think every other way besides that. And that's why you've got to overcome yourself and say, you know what? Anybody can complain. Anybody can say, oh, I want this, I want that, oh, this, and I don't have this. Oh, who cares? You've got breath. You've got strength. You've got opportunity. That's all you need. You've got a chance to get the Holy Ghost. That's all you need. You don't need anything besides the Holy Ghost. Nothing. It doesn't matter what the devil tells you you need. You don't need it. You simply need to be submitted to his will. You need to be submitted to leadership and submitted to what God's doing. And all the things that you need are going to come in the time frame that God sees fit. Amen. I want to praise him. I want to thank him. I want to thank him right now. I, I just want to take a little minute here and just reflect in my life and just 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 thank him for every little blessing i don't want to look over things because you know we just assume that power is going to be turned on when we flip the switch we assume that we're going to have food to eat tomorrow we assume these things and you know one day we may not have all these things this way one day they may not be as available as they are right now so then what are you going to do then when you don't have those things. Are you still going to have praise? Are you still going to be thankful? Are you still going to give him all you have? Or then you're going to start questioning, oh, wait a minute here. Oh, am I really got enough faith here? Yes. If you, This is the time to get yourself ready. This is the time when these small trials start to come and these small tests become. And we've got to stand strong now. If you're giving in because they don't have your bread any longer at the grocery store, the, the, the brand that you like, well, then what are you going to do <laughs> later on? That's just the brand. But God's still providing. You know, I know somebody else that had that problem. They called the children of Israel, and they got tired of eating the same food. And we saw where that got them, right? And so I'm saying here, it doesn't matter where you're at, and it doesn't matter how long you've been there. If God's still providing for you, 
If you still have clothes on your back, if you still got a roof over your head, or even if you don't have those things, even if you don't have all, any of uh, all those things, if you still have breath, what's the scripture say? Everything that hath breath, praise ye the Lord. And I've got breath, and so guess what that means? I'm going to praise him. And, and, and I've got more than just breath. He's put the roof over my head. He's given me transportation. He's blessed me with finances. He's blessed me with all these things. So what does that mean? That means I've got more to praise Him for. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to praise Him for Him. I'm not going to be selfish. I'm not going to be spoiled. I'm not going to be a little brat and complains because it's not what I want. I'm simply going to praise Him for what He's given me right now. <laughs> I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and all the devil wants to do is take that away from you. If he can get a frown on your face, he's won the battle. There ain't no frown going on this face. I'm sorry, devil. I'm sorry. He's been too good to me. He's put too much joy in my heart. He's put too much strength in my step. I've seen him provide too many blessings. I've seen him work in too many lives. I've seen him open doors for too many people. And I'm not going to deny those things because it's convenient and because it's easy. But I'm going to, the scripture says what? To stir up that gift. I'm stirring up my remembrance tonight. And I'm saying, you know what? This may not be what my flesh wants, but guess what? I still have this. And I still have this. I still have His promise, and I'm still standing upon it. And I'm still going to praise Him. And nothing is going to change that. Hallelujah. Let's right now, all over this house, let's begin to praise Him. It doesn't matter what your situation is. You have something to give God thanks about right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are worthy, Lord, of everything right now. Oh, Lord, I turn it to you right now. All that I have, Lord, that you will do a work with it, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a song that says, get your mind on Jesus and let's have church. Well, this time right now, this is the time we set aside to give him thanks and to give him praise. It's time to get your mind on what God is doing in your life. The time to thank him for every provision He has made for you, for everything He's worked out, and for everything that's on the way. Hallelujah. Let's praise Him right now. Let's come to this altar and give Him thanksgiving. Let's give Him all that we have. Let's hold nothing back from Him. He is worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah, you Jesus. in Him and never doubt. I know the Lord is going to work it all out. If you just have faith in God, have faith in God, just have faith in God.